Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to episode 34 of District of Conservation. We are proud to be sponsored by Real Camel Girl, who has been a original sponsor from the very beginning so i'm grateful to them for putting their support behind this project of mine and entrusting me a pro staffer of theirs with such a partnership i'm going to briefly touch upon some public policy issues that happened and i'm going to recount my recent trip to florida where i battled it out with a tarpon but lost but before we begin i actually want to read a few reviews that we've received the first review comes from someone who calls himself Restore the Genre 777, and he writes, Informative, top podcast pushing timely content about our outdoor space and the lifestyle we love and hold true. Awesome listen. Thank you, Restore the Genre 777. I appreciate your feedback. And that was from May 4th. Another person writes, Love it. And they call themselves the King Jones. And they said Gabby's wide range of topics gives her a unique perspective into many different issues. Her views on wildlife and conservation are wonderful and bring attention to something that not a ton of popular conservatives talk about. I find it very interesting and love listening to something that's a little different than the usual conservative commentary. Great stuff here. Thank you, the King Jones, for that interesting feedback. Yes, I am a conservative in my daily life, and I'm not shy about my political beliefs, but this is not an explicitly political show. And I just actually recently went on a podcast to talk about the importance of conservatives and Republicans having a stake in conservation. So you guys will hear that soon, but thank you guys for the reviews. If you have not left a review, go do that today. And that'll be greatly appreciated because the more reviews we get, the more subscribes downloads, the more traction we can get. I bet many of you are curious to know how my tarpon fishing trip went that I took over the weekend in Tampa, Florida. A little backstory as to how I got roped into that opportunity. If you're interested in learning a military organization called team Addo that I got connected to about half a year ago. It's an organization that I work with, uh, with someone I've done some client work with, with the Brahmer group and American freedom fund and team Addo is part of this greater network of military organizations. And I met the founder and his wife, James and Liz Boggs, and we talked about fishing and he's like, you should come down to Tampa and go tarpon fishing. It's really great. And I said, yeah, I would love to. And he presented the opportunity for me to tag along on a trip a few months ago and was like, would you want to fish with two Navy veterans? And I'm like, heck yeah. I love fishing with fellow females. And we met, I got connected to the, the gals, uh, not too long ago. And, uh, when time came to go fishing, it felt like I had kind of known them already since we were social media connected, but it was such a great experience. And I was the only one in the boat who managed to successfully hook in a tarpon. Uh, doesn't mean I prevailed in my battle with the tarpon, but I will tell you this. It is the most intense fight you will ever have with a fish, perhaps after a shark, if you like to battle sharks, but tarpon put up a huge fight 
And this thing probably was in the 90 to 100 pound category. It was heavy because they're juvenile tarpon that you can reel in and you can put them out of the boat uh, if they're under 40 pounds or 40 inches. I forget the limit, but this had to have been a mature tarpon because he or she put up a seriously good fight. And I had to remember to keep the rod tip up. And unfortunately, the fish was outmaneuvering me and managed to go near a bridge piling and then broke off. So I battled it for about a few minutes and then it went off its merry way. But we saw more tarpon breaching. And I'm told from a lot of friends that this is typical for anyone's first tarpon fishing experience. And I wasn't upset or anything. I felt the adrenaline rush that normally comes with chasing and pursuing a elusive species like the tarpon. So I had a great experience and the gals had a great experience too. And they were doing some awesome work. I I fished with um, two gals, Amy Lockhart and Emily Feeks. And both of them, especially Amy was hooking up snook like no other. She hasn't really fished much. And I was very impressed by the fact that she was able to reel in so many fish and really outdo me and Amy. Amy and I uh, have been fishing a little longer than she has quite a bit longer, but she beat us out in terms of snook hooked in and other fish species. So she did an excellent job and Amy was getting snook and a whole assortment of fish too. And I had hooked in a few snook, but unfortunately when Amy was trying to help me put one in the boat, it snapped off the line as we were trying to put it in successfully. But I did catch a few snook. I did, however, as you guys may have seen on social media, catch my first speckled trout, sea trout. And I still consider that a win for any fishing trip. I love catching new species. And in lieu of not catching a tarpon or having it close to the board, I was very content with getting the speckled trout. So that was pretty much it. We got rained on. It was hilarious. I usually don't get giddy over such situations, but both Emily and Amy will tell you that I was unnaturally happy and overjoyed when that happened, but it was fun. I got to make some new friends. Captain Jason Lineberger from Ruthless Fishing Charters put us on the board. He was like, I could have gotten you gals more fish, but I said, we all said that he did an excellent job and he did the best he could, especially with the inclement weather. Florida, as you guys know, uh, between the months of May, basically through like September, through the end of hurricane season, it's pretty tumultuous and there are scattered storms that happen all the time, especially with rising humidity and Florida will go back and forth between rain showers and not rain showers. And so we started to experience the brunt of that and that's okay. But Captain Jason put us on the board. He was excellent. If you find yourself in the Tampa, St. Petersburg region, book a charter with him. You will not regret it. We had a blast and he knows his stuff really well. As it relates to policy, this is going to be more brief, but I wanted to share with you guys some things that have been happening in Capitol Hill and here in the DC metro area. You may have seen me write at the resurgent and post about on social media, the passage of HR 1222, which is the bill that expands target shooting ranges on public lands And that's supposed to go to President Trump's desk. And it does a lot to help mitigate the problem with access when it comes to public ranges. And it shouldn't encroach with private ranges at all much or private property rights. And it actually got some pretty widespread bipartisan support. It was approved on a voice vote in the House of Representatives, but it got approval in the U.S. Senate, 
more widespread approval there. So if Trump has not already signed it, I haven't seen any indication he has. Uh, it should go to his desk and he should sign it into law. But that's something all sportsmen should celebrate. And I think you guys will like that update a lot. When the government has to do something like that, like government's influence should be minimal, of course. But this is a good thing that uh, we're seeing the both executive branch and Congress getting behind. So it's nice to have that and to see the conditions for that updated. I wrote about it at the resurgent and you can find out more at the link at the links that I've provided in the show notes. So check those out. If you want to learn more about HR one, two, 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 another interesting bill that would be really great for sportsmen is H.R. 2291, the Wild Game Donation Act of 2019, which is sponsored by Congressman Don Young of Alaska. He's a Republican. And it currently sits in the House Committee on Ways and Means, which is a pretty important committee for those of you unfamiliar. And what the National Shooting Sports Foundation has on this and what essentially it'll do is it'll, and I'm reading from an article that they have on it because the there's no real summary text right now on the bill language. So here's what NSSF has on it. It would make it easier for hunters to fight hunger across the United States. If passed, this legislation would establish a charitable deduction for the processing cost when hunters donate wild game meat from animals like deer or moose to charities that collect it to be served in soup kitchens and food banks. This bill would also allow for additional deductions for the meat processors participating in food donation organizations, which will help ensure that fresh unspoiled meat is being served to those in need. You guys must know about the groups such as Hunters for the Hungry and other outfits out there that repurpose wild game meat that goes unused to feed the homeless. This could actually be a really good step in bolstering those efforts. Did you guys hear that in Virginia, we are going to have our trophy striper season, striped bass season closed off? Uh, Per the Virginia Marine Resources Commission, they unanimously voted to enact a emergency closure because new research about the striped bass population in the Chesapeake Bay has proven to be very disappointing and very alarming for the conservation status of this critical apex predator that feeds and thrives in our local waterways. And you may have seen me post and talk very highly about the Chesapeake Bay and the striped bass that call it home. It's one of my favorite fish to pursue. They put up a great fight. They're also really good eating when you catch them in legal size. And it's one of the top predators in the Chesapeake Bay ecosystem. And it's very sensitive to any changes in its diet, when it, whether there's a shortage of menhaden or shad. There's actually uh, some pretty strict regulations when it comes to those bait, those fish. Uh, you can't ke- catch and keep or put and take shad. Uh, it's very restricted. It's strictly catch and release. And it seems from the findings of Virginia's Marine Resources Commission that uh, eliminating spring stripe bass trophy season uh, it was necessary, especially due to overfishing and being below the sustainable threshold uh, since 2010 and especially due to overfishing and what this closure means. Here's what will be affected from, from particular dates and end dates. So essentially you won't be able to participate in spring stripe bass trophy season in the Bay from May 1st through June 15th uh, from the coastal part from May 1st through May 15th and the Virginia tributaries to the Potomac 
from April 29th through May 15th. So this article is from the Chesapeake Bay magazine that I'm reading from that was dated April 23rd. However, for trophy season, they say one exception will be acceptable. Starting May 16th through June 15th, fishermen will be able to catch and keep two striped bass in the 20 to 28 inch category. And this VMRC is also encouraging uh, other nearby states to cancel their trophy season, especially with the low numbers of a sustainable threshold for the species. Although, uh, oddly enough, the Chesapeake Bay blue crab is thriving in greater numbers, but not every species is equally impacted um, and in conservation processes differ per species. Uh, but they even said, according to VMRC, that 60% of anglers they pulled are in favor of this closure of the trophy season for striped bass. And Maryland's is actually still open. It actually just started not too long ago. Maryland's, if you're interested in trophy striped bass fishing, is happening between April 20th through May 15th. But uh, there could be future bans on early trophy season or trophy season in general by the Atlantic Marines Fishery Commission, which oversees this. And commissioners are trying to encourage this group to be incentivized and encouraged to follow Virginia's lead and take action for fishing season. And it remains to be seen if this Atlantic Marine Fisheries Commission will do that, um, citing Virginia's problems. But sadly, overfishing and just not understanding the not reaching the threshold they need to for a sustainable population apparently has led to imperiling this species, this critical species. And uh, if there are not enough trophy fish to spawn, especially females, it's going to be very difficult for people who recreate and fish and pursue these striped bass to catch and keep them in the future, especially for uh, charters or for those who like to consume them i hope you guys enjoyed that episode of my recap of tarpon fishing in tampa st pete i also wanted to dedicate a model the usual monologues that i do to some important public policy discussions happening in capitol hill and in the dc metro area just because we have a lot happening here and it's important to be in the know with what's happening federally statewide and even locally we try to have a mix of things happening federally here in the region and I often bring on guests who are not in my region just to talk about what they're doing in the industry so we talk about a hodgepodge of things here and if you like what you hear be sure to download the episode download prior episodes subscribe leave us a review provide feedback I like I said I enjoyed uh, reading off those two very nice reviews that uh, those two individuals had left so we would love to keep the momentum going for the podcast I appreciate each and every one of you who takes the time to listen, to, who provides feedback, and just sends over guest suggestions. I'm, I'm really appreciative of that.